Hey, and welcome to Free Wi-Fi, the only podcast where you can hear half an hour review of Pokemon academic books. I'm one of your hosts, Esteban Fajardo. And I'm Catherine Fox. Fox, things have been floundering on this podcast. Floundering? The Wi-Fi is at low bars. (laughs) Download speeds are terrible. And unless something changes, I think people are going to switch service providers. So we got to buckle up. We got to revamp. We got to switch to fiber. Yeah, yeah. We got to get Giga. (laughs) (laughs) We're going (laughs) to... Well, you know, I think we did okay with that because we actually made stuff this week. Well, that's because uh, you asked me if I wanted to record earlier and I said no. We're not recording until we get our shit together. (laughs) I mean, you had your stuff together. Uh Uh-huh. So I mean, until I got my stuff together, which I almost did. You almost did. Almost made it. Almost made it. Almost. Just barely missed it. So so, so last time uh, we gave ourselves a assignment to work on each of our projects. So I tried to make a thing. I did a lot of, I did some work, but I just stumbled at the finish line. You, however, gracefully leapt over that finish line, came in first place, and you made a totally new thing from scratch. And I'm really curious about it. I want to hear, I want to hear about the process. How would you describe it? I'm working on a visual novel of sorts. And there's no story in it right now. I was focusing mostly on just getting some of the simple like systems in place. And one of the first things I wanted to do was create um, a system where there are times of day, like uh, the day progresses in these little pieces, like there's a morning segment, an afternoon segment, evening segment, and so on. And some characters are available to talk to during different times of day. The, the calendar just progresses as, as the player does things. Um, so right now it's, it's super simple. It's very bare bones. The way it's set up right now is that you launch the, you launch the game and there are three options. They're basically like three character portraits that you choose from character A, character B, character C. Um, when you select one, you go to that character and, um, presumably you experience that section of their story. And the way it keeps track of how far along you are in that character's story is just a variable. And every time you click that character's portrait, it checks that variable to see how far along you are and then sends you to the correct point in their story, depending on what that variable is. Um, So for this one, it's really simple. Each character only has three stories, except that's not true. Only character A has three stories. Characters C and B don't have anything right now. They're just kind of like, Oh, there's nothing going on with them right now, and it just sends you back to the to the main room. And currently, the only like schedule thing I have in place right now is that character A cannot be um, you can't progress their story if you try and talk to them in the evening, or maybe it's nighttime. But it's it's one of the one of the day phases that you cannot talk to them. So I think that's about everything i did and then i i also played a bit with um uh ui stuff making it look a little nicer so uh with rempi i did something um i made like this ui screen that has all of the character portraits and those are basically buttons and selecting them will will jump you to a certain part in the script and i also was able to make a little progress bar that shows you how far along you are with that character every time you come back to the main screen it tells you like here are the characters and there's a little bar beneath their names that tells you how far along you are in their stories and yeah all i have right now are a day of the week indicator and a day phase so there's sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and then for the day phases, there's morning, daytime, evening, and nighttime. Yeah, so that's basically yeah. all I have right now. It's just all of those systems 
exist. I don't think they're very efficiently put together because really it's a lot of like just like if statements. Yeah, for like phases, there's like um, switch statements you can use to check for different states, but a switch a switch statement is really just a way to format an if statement for like legibility. I think right. it's like functionally it's just a, an if statement. But like things like that would like knowing how to do stuff like that just to keep the script clean is definitely going to help like further along the line when you have thousands and thousands of lines of script um, especially in a visual novel when there's just where there's a lot of like dialogue and, and stuff there's a lot of just lines of you know yeah i was curious about um uh, and this is going to tie into when i'm talking about my stuff because i think we have actually a lot of overlap in what we were working on and how we were making stuff but um uh i was curious yeah where you're like storing each of the text for all the different phases and stuff is that hard coded into the um the code itself um and also uh, i had a good time playing it it was a full complete game loop like it has a beginning a middle it has an end state um i was a little confused because characters like b and c like it says character b and character c but when I clicked on them, it was like, the room is empty. The narrative is like, um, you're going to their room, and if they're there or not is is when the story progresses. Like, the, the way I have it set up um, in my mind right now is like, um, eventually this is going to be kind of like a space opera story where you're navigating a ship, and each character has an area in the ship. Like, this character is the engineer, so they're always in the engine room and stuff like that. But what if I want characters to be in other rooms sometimes? Maybe that's too complicated. I don't know. Yeah, it's something to think about to see yeah. how you want to do it, what you want that to be like. But that um, um, but that kind of threw you off when you were... Um, that gave me like a little bit of confusion. But I mean, it was also because like those two characters weren't like finished yet. Mm-hmm. Like, right, that was just like They're mostly there. a vacant piece of content. Yeah, because I didn't want to have to write the same code for each character and then change something mm-hmm. about how the whole loop works and have to do it like three times over. So yeah. so there, there's something that I could figure out a more efficient way to do other than having the same things, the same lines of um, the same checks and everything like three times for each three, each character, maybe do one check, no matter what character you're doing. There's probably a way to do that because I want more characters eventually, like the three is just kind of like the, the prototyping phase. Uh, I probably want as many as like six eventually. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think I think I've made a good start. I also kind of had a head start because I, I did a lot of um, the I, I did a lot of that work um, before we recorded last time, so I had I had a little bit of a head start. But you also had a head start because you had a full project, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, you're you're starting almost from scratch. Yeah. You started earlier, but also I was just teasing. It's not a race. <laughs> We're not in competition. But the way that we did uh, get things back together for for this recording was. Um, we, we adopted a strategy where we had to take selfies while we were working throughout the week. So every day we made sure we sent each other a picture being like, okay, look, proof, yeah. proof. I made I made the time today to yeah. to, to, to sit down and do this. Um, I think that definitely helped because I, I found myself like I was sitting in front of Netflix as I usually do at night and I'm like, I think what I'm doing here, like it's so easy to just be like, eh, I made some progress already. I'll have something to talk about on Sunday, whatever. Yeah. But there's always more you can do. So, yeah, and we are creatures motivated by shame. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's true. 
<laughs> motivated by shame. But isn't it more isn't it more accurate to say motivated by pride? Is that kind of the same thing? But I'm not really motivated by pride. Yeah, are they are they the same thing? I'm definitely motivated by pride. Well, yeah, because like, you feel shameful when your pride is hurt, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know if I'm really motivated by pride. I don't even know if I have any pride. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, or maybe I have a lot of pride. Whoa. Well, it seems to have worked. Whatever was going on, whether we were just making sure we send each other updates. Um, the time difference does does introduce something interesting, though, where your update would always definitely come before mine, just because mm-hmm. by virtue of you having free time before. I, I, I would usually time. wake up and see yours because I would go to bed before you start working on something. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. It was a really helpful motivator to sit down and be like, "No, I have to get something." Like even if it's something small, something chipped away, figured out, accomplished, and that felt really good when I was like, "Oh yeah, next time I stood up, I did actually like accomplish a feature that I had on my to do list, and um that was super cool, yeah, but so getting back to like the games and stuff, the reason I was going along my lines of questioning was because what I spent uh this week working on was um I rewrote uh some of the parts of how my characters worked because um I have a large cast of characters mm-hmm. um like ideally there's going to be like probably 11 characters 11 okay Uh, the thing i was running into is like i need to have a lot of individualized text for each of these characters um and i need a good clean way to edit that and stuff and the best way to do that is with a spreadsheet where each character has their own their own column and so that means i needed to write something that could import that spreadsheet read it parse it and distribute that information for each character Um, because each character doesn't have their own script um i want them to be using the same code and not just rewrite a whole bunch so so do you have to like reference a specific cell in code and then it reads it from that cell in the spreadsheet yeah so the way that it works is um it uh imports the entire uh spreadsheet the the entire cvs is imported as a single string which is broken apart by line breaks for each of the rows and columns for each or and uh, commas for each of the columns so it, it converts it into a single string and then it splits apart the, the components of those strings into the relevant information right. so, so every it, time it detects a co- like a, a change in column it's like oh that's a new line for the character yeah what it does first is it the like the header is all the names so it says okay i'm going to go through this first row and i'm going to create a new character object for each entry in um in the in the names row and so now originally i had the characters were existing in the world already as just like entities that were placed in the scene beforehand now they're not in the scene they're automatically generated at runtime when the game starts playing it looks at the um the resources and says okay this is what i need i need these characters these will be their names and here's some of the like temp info that um that they'll have so now each of the characters can have all of the information that they need um, on an individual level in a very easy to edit um, sort of way. So I only need to use the spreadsheet to edit all of the text info, um, at least as it relates to the characters for the game. And I can edit that from my phone because it's on a Google Drive. From your phone, that's great. Yeah, I can edit it right now. Um, and then what happens is when it's in editor, when I hit play in editor, it connects to google sheets with some code that i um i found and repurposed which was originally written for like localization stuff that sounds like a Um, security thing 
Eh, kind of. Like, I had to set the sheet to be, like, publicly available for, right. for like, anybody to access, but it doesn't have anything important in it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess if someone hunts around and knows the exact URL for this, they can uh, completely edit my game. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I assume a lot of games do something like this. Like, they have a spreadsheet where... Like, I would assume that a game like Mass Effect, for example, is, is has some kind of spreadsheet system where they have all their dialogue in, in a thing. So yeah. when they make the final build, it's not like those kinds of games are connecting to the internet to read it. Are they, are, no. are they normally, like, integrated to the game files and then... Yeah, well, that that's that's what I do, too, is so, like... Oh, so it downloads a I, copy and then... Yeah, yeah, it accesses it and then it downloads that information into its own um, internal thing and that's why it broke at the last second was because uh when i made the build for windows it was looking for the internal spreadsheet um Mm, okay which should exist in the game files like it should be inside the the assets library but just wasn't so it's not like the the like the windows build downloads it it's already in the game files it's only when you're in the editor yeah it just updates it so like it, if it can't connect to the internet or I have a setting turned off where it's like, hey, don't update this, then it reads from the existing one that's already already loaded onto the computer and stuff. And so when it makes the build, ideally what it would have done is it would just keep the um, that spreadsheet as it already exists. But I guess when I made a build for Windows, because I'm working on a Mac, mm. um, that file maybe just didn't go through. I don't really know what the bug was, but it was a... It was an unpleasant surprise at the last second. It was that the biggest thing that you worked on is getting that spreadsheet system working? I did also do one other thing related to a similar thing that you were working on for your project is that I programmed the the basics of like an affinity system. So after you talk to characters, I have a day phase and a night phase. And unlike your game, my phases have like very distinct actions. In the daytime, you're talking to characters and in the nighttime, you are going to a location. So I like you have yours integrated in your Renp game where you're doing you're choosing a location and then I presumably having like a character interaction happens. Yeah, happens like there. the t- time only moves forward when you make an action, when you when you perform yeah. something. And so I my my system works differently where it's like it's split and so at night you choose a location to go to and an action to do at that location. Um and I had the UI for that built earlier. But I didn't have any, like, choosing something didn't do anything in the game. It wasn't consequential. So what I've done is it now changes the affinity of all the characters that you that were at the same location. And it super boosts your affinity with characters that you were doing the same action at that location. So the affinity alters stats during the daytime phase where all of the questions you might ask them are cheaper to, to okay. ask them yeah. um, so something might cost like 20 energy to ask this question and it's like well now you're better friends you have better affinity it's easier to ask them there's less social anxiety so if you um, become super close do you get like free information like yeah. something you could intuit from just like seeing them yeah my plan is to make things free if you're uh, super close but also to open up new lines of inquiry like there'll be questions that'll be locked that um, you can't ask unless you have a certain level of affinity with them um, Hmm. and do stuff like that. And that's going to be sort of what progresses the individual stories with the characters is having that. But it also does one other thing, which I only realized I could do while I was programming it. I didn't plan to do it when I was like conceptualizing stuff was that um, uh, the accuse button, if you want to accuse someone of being the murderer, um, 
and end the game, that action is already a very expensive action in the game, and you can kind of the plan is to only do that um, like that uses up all your energy for the day. Um, but that action, I realized I can make that a little bit cheaper, but make it more expensive the more affinity you have with someone. So if you're close with someone, right. it's really really hard for you to you to do that. Um, so that way, it's not just it, like only good like you do have you have to pay there's a price for getting close to somebody yeah because if you're close to somebody and then you realize they're the murderer like yeah oh that sucks and so now that is a game system in the thing where it's just like is physically difficult to um would the cost charge them would the cost ever exceed your maximum energy well yeah so here's the other small change that i made is that when you go to do an action um you you say what you're going to do that evening um let's say you can go to the park and you can uh uh, do some exercise at the park or you can um go to the bar and you can socialize with people um the energy you'll have on the next day will be different depending on which action you do so some actions will like replenish you so you go and exercise you get a good night of sleep if you do nothing question people and work you're gonna have less energy the next day yes hey hey Cool. Yeah. So that's that's the game system that I was like building up the features for and stuff. You put self care into your game. Hell yeah. That's Core awesome. gameplay mechanic. Yeah. Self care. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So is affinity affinity is affinity required to win the game? Can you win the game by not getting close to anybody? Um, we'll find out. i i some parts of the game are like very planned out and stuff but um i'm not great at figuring out game economy stuff like ahead of time Mm -hmm. um i need to sort of see how the pieces move before i can uh make some determinations of like okay here's what the balance is going to be um so the numbers are like really off right now for for a lot of different things because i just had to put placeholder numbers because i was like I don't yeah. know how this math is going to work. <laughs> I need to make a different spreadsheet to like figure that stuff out. But um, but uh, I am less skilled at that part of systems design, so it's going to be a bit of a improvisational exploration to figure figure out the answer to that question. Well, yeah, that's probably. I don't know if any. I wonder if there are any developers who can just decide on all the economy numbers ahead of time oh there definitely are yeah yeah i've seen i've seen some systems designers and it's like usually like for weapons based stuff well they'll be like yeah and that weapon's gonna have like five dps and that one's gonna have this area of spread and like that number's gonna be 25 they'll be at 13 they'll be like a, they'll, they'll just know and how but it all balances out how, do, like, they, how do you know that how do they decide what's like the biggest number possible like how do they decide what their scale is I wish I knew the answer. Like, I assume you break it down with, you say 100 is max, let's say, because that's a really like even clean number. Or maybe you do powers of two. I don't know. Designers seem to love powers of two. So maybe, maybe there's everything's an engineering. Just... Maybe there's an engineering reason for that. Hey, if y'all have resources, know about this stuff, hit us up. Oh. Let us know. Share your knowledge. Spread that free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Uploads. Tell downloads. us. Please. No one tweets at us. <laughs> talk to us please <laughs> we have I questions i think we should increase our engagement um by uh running a splatfest because <sighs> uh splatoon splatfest just ended um in a decisive victory for team chaos heck yeah <sighs> you normies team chaos is a bunch of normies well, 
all think you're punks. <laughs> I, I I never got to play Splatoon two, and now that the, there's no more Splatfest, like what's the point? Um, but it's also s- still like a full price game, and I don't. It's not really in my budget right now. But like, I love Splatoon. I hope they do a third. It's so one. good. It's super super good. But I'm just saying, we should we should find uh some arbitrary schism that'll divide us, and the results. Video games. Of our two Twitter words are one word. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> dubs or subs? Dubs or subs? Can you imagine if there was a splat fest that said dubs or subs? I get yes. I could totally see them. It doing would. That. They would totally do that. They would absolutely do that. Would that would be great. Oh, okay. But before I forget, there I do have one piece of feedback for you. Even though I didn't get to play your game at all, um, the icon you have for the executable is a grave. And it looks oh, right. a little bit like just the icon you get for like a text file or something. So I, I kind of like, I thought the Unity crash handler at first was the executable. Um, but it's, it's also... <laughs> it's like the, blurry too, right? It's, no, I mean, it just looks like pixel art to me. It doesn't really look rasterized at all. Um, okay. But uh, also the name is just like a bunch of numbers. So like, I, <laughs> yeah, it didn't register to me is... right away as the thing I was supposed to click to play the game. So Yeah, uh, my file name is... Uh i underscore 2019 dash 7 dash 21 dash window Under, so underscore window yeah <laughs> um, it's a it's a very suspicious file name but it's useful for me because i am an idiot who hasn't been using version control for stuff so i just have like a bunch of builds you know with dates attached to them yeah we, we had that whole conversation like about version control and how it's important but i don't think either of us implemented it into our work Okay, next week we gotta take a selfie with some version control. <laughs> well, I gotta figure out how to make it work on my computer too, because I've never done it locally before, like on on my home computer. I, yeah, I do it at work, of some, course, but I whatever. get some Git. Git. Some Git All right. So is, is that our assignment for for next week? I guess so. Is yeah. to implement version control. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Oops. So I, pen. I think both of us accomplished a lot. So. Honestly, to... my assignment is to like make a working executable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if, I actually failed. If you but... <laughs> want to send me some test builds uh, before like the the deadline, I think another one of our problems is that our deadline was like right before we started recording. Um, so maybe our deadline this time should be like the night before, so we have time to like play each other's work and come up with more things, but also like fix problems if they arise. Um, yeah, that's probably a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, but you also don't have a Windows computer to to test on, so I wish I had a tablet to test this on. To be honest, because every time I open it, it's always I always have to resize it a little bit. It's always tablet. The resolution is like tablet shaped. Oh yeah, do you know how to change the res? Well, I don't know how Rempy works. Rempy, Rempy. Rempy. It's I always Rempy. said Rempy, cause, but I was wrong because it's it's Python, so it's Rempy. Rempy is a much cuter name. Yeah, but it's rent. But like, it, I think maybe it's supposed to sound like senpai. I don't know if that's oh, true. I, I don't think Sorry, that's. We're not cursing on this podcast. Please bleach me out. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but like, I think it's renpai, which is fine. What if Python was pronounced like renpi? What? Python. Python? Python. Python. Python? That sounds like a, a Pokemon. Like a, like a snake Pokemon. Wait, did you say Pokemon? No. Um, <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, uh, 
it's it's pretty simple to change um like the default resolution of your game in Renpy. Like Renpy is pretty convenient. Super cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see what what you do next with the project. I'm I'm really excited to yeah. see. Yeah. I'm um I'm trying to think about what I want to do next. I I think I, I think I might want to do a pass on just like efficiency, right? Like like what I mentioned before, like trying to find more efficient ways to check all these variables and having to write it out every single time for each character. Yeah. Um, and maybe also start writing a bit of a script um, and, and maybe put some like placeholder character art in there. Because um, one of the things you have to do with Rempai is when you're writing the dialogue, you also write out um, like the animations that are happening, like show this character or show this image um, and you have a different image for each character emotion or portrait or whatever. Um, so mm. there's a lot of just like hand scripting when it comes to just, you know, making the cinematic part of it, which I always mm. want to do right away because I'm a very visual person. Um, but I shouldn't I shouldn't go too far in that direction just yet. So doing an efficiency pass on the script, um, maybe adding some more functionality. I, I, I've been I've been planning out a little bit what I want, the, how, how I want the game to be structured Um Thinking a bit about the narrative. So, yeah. Just, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, that sounds like a good sounds like a good plan. Yeah. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to make an execute. Like, I'm going to make a functioning build. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, I have a lot of text fields in that uh, spreadsheet. And I'm just going to continue adding systems, like features to the, to the system so that it accesses as many of them as i can within the next week so how much of the dialogue because before we were talking a lot about like procedural dialogue right yeah so how much of it like are you writing out each line individually or is the or is the system like piecing together like pieces of the scripts to make a full paragraph or like how is that all working so it's gonna it's gonna be piecing together um some stuff the way that procedural dialogue will work as I'm envisioning it is that I can put in tags into like the script. So let's say I have, I don't know what's some random characters, a bunch of those like carrot characters where it's like the little arrow pointing up. I can say that paired with another character will signify input. That's like variable X. So input x data into there right um, that doesn't have to be a number that can be a string which it grabs from somewhere else that's how you game. do pro downs i assume yeah it's actually pretty similar to rempy we're actually making really similar projects um, we are rempy also has that function like it's you know yeah so this will be very convenient because uh because we're using we're making similar games but uh using different systems i think we'll be able to learn a lot from each other yeah. so this is really exciting this is really uh, cool i'm i'm like I'm so excited to make progress and this is like I have a lot of game ideas and a lot of them are like very narrative heavy like visual novel style kind of things and I'm excited to finally be working on one of them and like making them it's so fun I'm so excited <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah making games it's fun it's yeah. hard but sometimes it's just real fun and this week was definitely definitely a fun time so yeah I'm looking forward to the future you got anything else cool coming up on the next week that uh, you're up to that I'm up to, like, outside of working on stuff. Uh, you just moved to a new apartment. I did just move to a new apartment. Um, I had a little bit of a cockroach problem at first, but um, 
I think it's mostly sorted. I will occasionally wake up to a few dead ones because I've I've a no. very I've a very well uh poisoned floorboards at this point um so very well poisoned yeah so like i i think it's okay plus you know it's summer like the cockroaches are very are very common around here like everybody has them um i think they just come from outside it's fine um and you know it's actually like a really cute apartment i like the floor color a lot more than my previous one um i have a balcony oh my gosh i had a magical moment yesterday uh, it rained a bunch. Like recently, we've been getting these just like ten second, like really intense storms. Like it'll be like fine for a second, and then all of a sudden, just like downpour. And yesterday, it was like really dramatic. Like I don't know, it looked kind of looked like a hurricane out there for a few minutes. Um, scattered thunderstorms, I guess, is what they are. But after that, um, after the storm had passed and whatever, a bunch of swallows, like a whole flock of swallows, um, sat. Uh, perched on my balcony rail um, and we're just like grooming themselves and, and just like hanging out for like a good like hour or like 30 minutes like, I don't know it was a long time I just sat there in front of my window just like staring at them for the longest time it was it was so great I love birds birds are great and swallows are super cute and super pretty they have like these little round heads and like really thin beaks and their tails are kind of like that like uh, V shape and like they would like sometimes they would they were just like like preening all their feathers and like doing weird <laughs> poses to like get to the hard parts to reach on their backs and stuff and they were like all fluffy. Um, I assume they were like recovering from the storm that they were just in, like cleaning themselves and such. And it was so cute. I love birds. I love having a balcony. <laughs> um, and since I'm on the top floor, I always see birds flying around. So. Wildlife, y'all. Magical. Um, but I guess to answer your question, I don't really have any big plans for this week. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? I'm going to go to the beach. Oh. It's hot summer weather. Yeah. Beach time. Like, the only thing I don't like about going to the beach is just how, like, crazy sunny it is. I don't really like spending extended periods in the sun. <laughs> um, I love me some sun. Yeah, That's... I know. Like, it's, it's good for your health in moderation. Like, too much of it is definitely bad for you. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, the beach sounds fun. Well, I hope everyone listening also has a good week. Yeah. Has oh, wait. Fun. Sorry. Before we go, I do want to address, like, I was really harsh on Persona last week. <laughs> or last time we recorded. I don't want to sound rude or, like, intense. You know, free Wi-Fi, we're known for our chill vibes some good times and i think that was part of us just slipping and losing our way i think you're fine i don't think you have anything you need to apologize for but i can understand that like you want to keep the energy good and positive and cool i don't want yeah i don't want to be super negative i, I try to i, I want to be more positive and constructive when i'm criticizing a game i wasn't entirely sure why i was frustrated with persona at the time i, I felt really inarticulate but like i want to do better about that in the future. Well, I still think it was very productive because I think the results of what you were thinking about and what you were talking about showed up in the in the game itself that you worked on this week. Like mm -hmm. I you definitely were looking at the parts that you liked and setting yourself up to explore systems that could uh address your dissatisfactions and make make something that um that's you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's super cool and good. 
So cool. I guess um, I guess that's it. We I think we've actually reached our time already. Yeah, that went by really fast. Yeah, just like time. What? <laughs> just like you know how time flies. <laughs> I don't. What? I don't know how to talk <laughs> using verbal language. Sometimes. You know, you know. I think, yeah, our time has definitely run out. Not just because we have nothing more to talk about. Not just because our verbal facilities have just completely broken down, but also because it's too dang hot now. Our AC has been off this entire time. Oh, that's true. And I think it's getting to us. Maybe a little bit. I think it's getting to us. Uh, all right. Well, I think we had a really uh, productive day today and a really productive week. I just have yet to see. I guess. <laughs> none of your changes are really manifested that much in actual like playing of the game right because i mean it's it's probably pretty similar to how it, how it was before but yeah. you know maybe i'll get to play it next week or two weeks from now or whenever whatever whenever we do the next, whenever we do the next recording yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the future this is a good time yeah i hope you have a good week hope all of our listeners also take care have fun stay cool stay cool or as they say in splatoon Stay fresh. Stay fresh. Off the hook. <laughs> That's funny because they're fish. Yeah. Stay off the hook. <laughs> I guess they're really worried about being caught, though. Which by who? I, that's the thing that worries <gasps> me. What does it imply? Dude, uh, gametheory.com. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Balls in your court. Oh no! <laughs> Explain this. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. That that's it for today. Cool. Have a have a great week. Goodbye, See you everyone. next time. Bye. 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 Bye.